welcome back to another episode of the hashtag own your different show i am your host and the creator of the hashtag own your different madison dorncamp this week we have a another interview on deck let's get right on into it okay we are recording and this week i have another guest how exciting gab introduce yourself Hi, um, I'm Gabrielle. I am one of Madison's best friends, and we've been besties for going on like 10 years now. So maybe tell everybody your last name. Oh, Hammer. Sorry, like the tool. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> literally like the tool. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell us where are you from? What do you do? Give us the details. So I'm from Lamar, Colorado, um, which is the same area that Madison's from. Um, I was born and raised here, lived in the same house with my parents the whole time. Um, my parents are Lamar natives, so we've all just kind of been here for a while. Um, and then I, um, went to college at the University of Denver, um, and was there for about three years and then lived in Denver for a while. And after living there, um, moved back home and took a job with the school district in my hometown. So, um, Okay, explain a little bit. Give your 30,000 foot view of what you do as far as your job goes. <laughs> so um, I joke a lot about my title. It's called Special Programs Coordinator, and that's basically just a catch-all for um, really anything in the district that people aren't sure where it goes. I usually get it. Um, so Crash Course, I write and oversee grants in the district. I do the reporting um, on those grants. I do... Um, supervising of certain special programs. So like gifted and talented English language learners, um, stuff like that. And then I coordinate all of the state testing um, within our district. So for some people that would be known as CMAS. Um, when we were in school, it was called CSAP. So. Oh, that's what I, that was literally going to be my next question. I was like, what yeah. the hell is that? Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, we had CSAPs. Um, so just a little fun fact for everyone, Gab's parents, like she said, do live in, they, they live in the same house that she grew up in. So my parents, when we moved to Lamar, we live like a block and a half from each other. So when you watch those movies where friends live really close together, it actually does happen in real life, peeps. For sure. And actually something really funny that people might care to know is when Madison was home a couple weeks ago. Um, I messaged her about how I remember going to her house for lunch, um, back in high school and she would make me grilled cheese sandwiches with pickles on it. And I had never had that before. Um, but that's definitely a, a fond memory that I have that sometimes I'll still throw a couple pickles on there, you know? Yeah, really. That's, so that's actually, um, my mom's grandmother owned a restaurant, not grandmother, my mom's mom. So it would have been my grandma. Um, she passed away when I was like seven or eight, but she owned a restaurant one time and they used to make like a grilled cheese with pickles on it. So if your grilled cheese is lame, people, that's where that comes from. Toss some shit on there and let us know how it goes. <laughs> I expect a DM. Um, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about your college experience because you got the Daniels Fund and for anyone local to Colorado, like that's a, that's a big deal. It's a really big scholarship. You went through quite the, quite the process. I remember even when you were doing it and I was already in college. So mm -hmm. you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, the Daniels Fund is a scholarship that's basically known as a last dollar scholarship for a four state region. 
Um, they award it to kids in Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, and Wyoming. Um, and that's because of Bill Daniels and his legacy. It's all basically invested funds from his um, fortune that was basically left to, to create this entity. Um, and when I applied, I was kind of unsure of whether I'd get it or not. Um, they go off of what your what's on your FAFSA and what your family makes and, and, and a lot of stuff. And it's a really, really extensive application um, that's kind of difficult to complete if you don't have support um, from other people. But um, yeah, so I applied for it. Um, they award it to about 250 kids every year-ish. Um, and there were actually two other people in my high school that uh, were also finalists for it. Um, and they all kind of said to us, well, just expect that one of you will probably get it because nobody had gotten it from our school in a while. And um, we all three ended up getting it, which is awesome. Um, and you can take that scholarship and go anywhere in the United States as long as it's a not-for-profit university. So um, so I, I took that and obviously went to the University of Denver. Um, one thing that was really nice about my hometown specifically is that um, we have concurrent enrollment and dual credit courses. So I was able to graduate with my associate's degree prior to even going to college. So that saved a ton of money too, which is really nice. Um, so I guess talk a little bit more about like, I guess my first question is who are the other two people that got it when you did? Um, so it would have been Susie Lira and, uh, Lacey Pennington. Okay. Um, that's, I, I could remember Susie, but I couldn't remember Lacey. Yeah. And um, so Susie took it to Gonzaga. Um, yeah. and then Lacey went to the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, what, like, do you have advice for people that are applying to scholarships or that are in the process of, like, deciding where to go to college? Like, do you have any advice to give anyone in that front? Totally. Um, you know, when I was applying, I wasn't completely sure what all it would entail. Um, so obviously, when I was completing the questionnaire and stuff like that, I had never really thought about how much volunteering I'd really done when I was in school um, and whether that would, was for, you know, National Honor Society or something else. Um, I think that set a lot of the Lamar kids apart just because, because of all of the organizations that we have in our school, we had a lot of opportunities to volunteer. And so then that's something that they take really seriously. And that's pretty much on any scholarship you're going to get. They're going to want to look at, have you been employed? Have you been able to hold a job? Have you um, volunteered within your community? Do you care about your community? What is, what is, your ethics like, what are things that you're passionate about? And, you know, just something like that. Um, and then obviously, once you get to an interview portion, which is common for a lot of scholarships as well, is just um, being confident and not cocky. Um, but also, you know, just owning who you are and really knowing what your story is and, and what you're passionate about and being able to convey that to the person across the table from you. I love that. Um, okay, so now I'm gonna pivot a little bit on you. Um, you're getting married next year. Yeah. So exciting. Um, you're also planning a wedding during the coronavirus and in yeah. the time of COVID and in the time of masks and a lot of uncertainty. Do you uh, tell us like your experience, your thoughts, your feelings, anything involving all of that with the uh, based around your wedding? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've been pretty lucky, honestly, just because I do have a great support system, great fiance, great wedding party, great family. Like 
everybody's been really, really supportive of more or less whatever we're trying to do. Um, and we got engaged in November of 2019. Um, and when we were looking at dates and stuff, we had thought about maybe this August and, um, had thrown that around for a while. And the more I thought about it, I just had this feeling inside, like, no, you should wait, you should push it out a little bit, just give yourself time to plan and everything else. And obviously that worked out to our benefit because 90% of the people I know that were trying to get married this year have either postponed or eloped. So, um, I have a big family and so does my fiance and we just really want to make it special for our families. And also for us, um, we have a pretty long history. So definitely something we want to celebrate with people. And, um, it's been kind of hectic, but like I said, for the most part, um, it's been a blessing in disguise that we had decided to wait. Um, and then obviously, you know, finding a dress has been definitely different than what I'm sure a lot of women go through. Um, I mean, obviously Madison, you and my mom were the only two people who were able to come with me when I was looking, we had to wear masks. Um, you couldn't go around and look at dresses with me when I was picking them to try on. Um, so that's something that's definitely different that I don't know that people really would think about with the way that COVID has been um, and just in terms of restrictions and everything else. Uh, so that's been kind of crazy. And then obviously navigating, trying to find bridesmaid dresses and everybody being able to find those on their own. And since not a lot of people can go into stores together, um, I'm going through Izazi if anybody has went through them. It seems like a pretty reputable company that people have had a lot of success with. So I'm excited to, for people in our bridal party to start getting their stuff. And yeah, it's just exciting, but crazy and scary. And, um, you know, I was never the kind of girl that had had my whole wedding planned out and on a Pinterest board and knew exactly what I wanted. So that's definitely been a transition to try and navigate what colors I want and who I want and what favors we're going to do and what centerpieces are going to look like. And it's just a lot of stuff that I never really considered before. Um, but it's been super fun. And obviously we're very excited and excited to have everybody share in that day with us. And yeah. Um, why don't you tell everyone how long you and Eric have, I don't know that I would call it been a thing, but kind of been a thing. Yeah. So, um, it's funny, we were actually at work at Buzzards the other night, which is a bar that we work at in Lamar. And um, some of our staff were asking us the same thing. And so I kind of told like our whole timeline story. Um, but the condensed version is um, in the second grade, Eric asked me to go to the movies and I said no. <laughs> so then he asked his mom to ask my mom, who my mom said yes. So we went to did. the movies. Yeah. We went to the movies to Spirit. And I remember going in and telling my mom, I don't want to sit by him. Ugh. And uh, my mom made me sit by him and we watched the movie Spirit. Um, and then the next day at school, he gave me a penny with a heart cut out of it, which is adorable. And he's like obviously the ultimate romantic. And your girl is not at all. So like, <laughs> even then, still wasn't. Um, but, you know, obviously he makes it very clear that he's known forever that uh, we were end game. So um, obviously we did not last through second grade, but um, 
we kind of came back around to each other in the seventh grade. We were each other's first kiss. So that's super cool. Um, and then we dated basically off and on through high school um, and kind of called it completely quits at the end of high school, which was in 2012 when we graduated. Um, and I went off to college. We would kind of text sometimes. It was never about anything other than friendship. Um, and then it got to a point where I had moved home from living in Denver for that, for that five years or so. And he was home, um, from living in Kansas city and we hang out and it was again, just as friends, we have a pretty common friend group where we all hang out. So we would see a lot of each other, even if it wasn't just us two. Um, and after that, obviously we just kind of would text off and on again. And the more I thought about it, I was just like, man, like he is just my go-to guy. He always has been like, whether it's as a friend, as a boyfriend, whatever, like he's always been a part of my support system all the way through. And, um, I mean, you know, Madison, like I've never been the kind of girl who wants to put all her eggs in one basket, um, <laughs> so to speak. So, you know, me and commitment aren't really great friends. <laughs> so I was very hesitant. Um, I would say we talked for about six months before I finally was like, okay, clearly I can't imagine a future without this guy. And I can't imagine seeing him with anybody else. And so to me, I was like, okay, well, clearly my eggs are all in one basket at this point. And um, so then that was when I was basically like, hey, so we're dating now. And he was like, oh, glad you included me in the decision. Thanks. You know, um, and then about two years down the road, obviously now we're engaged. Um, and as high school sweethearts, like we went to senior prom together and everything. And it's just, um, you know, not to be cheesy or any type of way, but it's kind of like that cheesy lifetime movie ending of like the will they won't they oh they move back to their hometown and then they get together you know so um I, mean, I think that's more hallmark than lifetime though fair 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 <laughs> yeah so I mean it's just he's great he's super supportive of me and everything that I've ever wanted to do with my life um and he's definitely the the sensitive positive guy which is great because I am none of that so he kind of fills that fills that void there so so that's very good oh my gosh that's so true that's so true yeah, yeah. Eric and I have similar personalities tell the totally. tell the world tell the world whatever that um oh yeah so yeah. um I'm really into the 16 personality stuff um, which is basically you can take this quiz and it gives you four letters that describe your personality and it's it assigns a an evaluation basically of what your personality is like, what your likes and dislikes are, how you are in relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're ever interested, you can go to 16personalities.com and take this quiz yourself and it is very informative and almost to a scary point accurate, at least for pretty much anybody I've referred to taking it. So um, Madison obviously is very extroverted um, and Eric is not. Uh, however, so that, that the first classification is obviously extrovert versus introvert. And then the others follow from there. So um, some of them are perceiving, judging, intuition, thinking, feeling, you know. So basically Madison is an ENFP. Um, and when, um, Eric did his core or 
quiz, he was an INFP. And for myself, I'm an INTJ. And in everything that they talk about, it's like your best person for relationships and everything is ENFP or INFP. And so that's pretty ironic to me, um, just that, you know, my best friend and my future husband basically fall in the category of like, hey, they're going to be able to handle your, your ass. So good luck. Because basically my, my thing is super goal oriented to the point that it can be cold and misinterpreted. And theirs is basically like flowers and rainbows wants to mediate and make everything good for everybody else, which is wonderful because I totally need that in my life. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll link, um, the 16 personalities quiz in the show notes, just if anybody wants to do it. And then what was the bridal dress? Will you send me the link to that? And I'll link that too. So that if people want to look at the, because I know like, I do know a a few people that listen that are actually engaged. Right. So if you have any Um, other hot tips on that, throw that out there. Yeah. And I I mean, I got my dress from the bridal collection. Um, our stylist there, her name was Susan. She was wonderful. Um, I gave them an amazing review online. I mean, my experience there was probably better than I it could have ever been, in my opinion. I mean, I was able to find my dress in like an hour and have a lot of support from staff. And mm-hmm. it was a place where I felt like they really listened to me and made sure that I felt comfortable in what I was getting. You know, I got to try on the veils with everything. And it was just, it was a really great experience. And um, I mean, I'm sure you can get that in other places, but obviously the bridal collection has a huge selection and that was super nice as well. Um, and yeah, it was a just, it was a really good experience. So definitely highly recommend going there if you're looking for your wedding dress. Yeah. Susan was so sweet though. I do think she like her personality is someone who was meant for that, like the helping mm-hmm. of people, like her tearing up and stuff was so like, was so genuine and so sweet that mm-hmm. I hope everybody, um, I don't know why, but this is a complete side note. Somehow my emails are now linked to my computer. And I said this on Instagram stories today. They've not been linked since I had this computer. So now I'm getting all of my BS Gmails like popping up in the corner. And I'm like, what do you need? Nice. Um, anyways, Susan's the MVP at the Bridal Collection. I'm sure there's other great people, but I do hope everybody's wedding dress shopping is that wonderful because I know a lot of people's aren't. Um, um, I guess we're, we're about to wrap it up. What do you want to leave the listeners with a quote, a book, advice, whatever, whatever you want? I mean, I would say there's probably two things, um, that have just been on my mind a lot lately. Uh, you know, with COVID and everything that's been going on, just the restrictions and everything like a lot of people are struggling right now mentally or otherwise. Um, and so it's just, to me, I've been thinking a lot about it because like I said, you and Eric are both very positive people in my life and you maintain that kind of like pessimism in me. Um, but trying to really keep a positive mindset because it is really difficult with everything that's going on. Um, and not to mention like, you got to check on the Pollyannas in your life. And for anybody who doesn't know what a Pollyanna is, if you've ever seen it, it's a movie from way back in the day. And this girl named Pollyanna goes through a really, really bad time. And she just has always maintained a positive outlook. Like it never mattered what happened to her. She's just still positive. And like, I mean, there's 
my mom, Eric, Madison, like they're totally those people, which is wonderful because literally everybody needs a person like that. But seriously, check on them because this isn't just wearing on the people who are always negative, it's wearing on everybody. <laughs> and so definitely check on on those people and just try to keep a, as positive a mindset as possible um, because it's just, it'll eat you alive if, if you don't. And um, obviously ask for help if you need it. Um, and just really, really reach out to the people who are important to you in your life, um, whether you need the help or you think they might. Um, and then obviously the second thing is just finding things that you're passionate about in life. Like I didn't really touch on this, but something that's helped me get through the quarantine and stuff is I'm a major video game player. And whether that helps you get out your rage or whatever, or I know for Madison, a lot of the time it's working out, um, just finding something that really helps you get some sort of a release um, emotionally is is very beneficial and um yeah i mean holla at your girl i play ps4 so <laughs> yeah she wanted to play with her i don't know how to play video games they're not my thing not my thing people um where can everyone find you um so instagram. my instagram and twitter are both gham g-h-a-m-m underscore zero one one zero um, and then my PlayStation handle is Ghammer12. So if anybody wants to play, hit me up. Um, oh I God, play Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed and Red Dead Redemption and De Dead by Daylight and all kinds of stuff. So hit me up. For I'll, sure. yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's so good. <laughs> okay, I think that is all we have for this week. Thank you for coming on, Gab. Thank you for jumping on Zoom. I hope the sound Thanks quality is wonderful and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.